Welcome to the e-commerce fuel news card for June twelfth, two thousand and eighteen, being recorded from Bozeman, Montana, and brought to you by Liquid Web, the internet's best place to host your WooCommerce store, and Clavio, who makes automated email marketing easy and powerful. I'm Andrew Darian. So this is a new format on the podcast. I'm excited to try out. Going to be doing this a couple times a month, uh, every other Tuesday, and going to do my best to keep it compact and very concentrated, a blast of news, uh, e-commerce inspiration, and some thoughts or stories uh, that uh, you can get through in 10 to 15 minutes at the very, very most. Uh, so of course, cover the, the top news from the day. Uh, going to be chatting about what's going on in, in our private e-commerce community, some of the top stories and discussions happening there, highlight a few of the more interesting job opportunities that we have uh, on the e-commerce field job boards, and then finally wrap things up with a few thoughts of my own. So let's kick things off with the news. Amazon announced this week that their new Echo Look, which until now has been only invite, is now available to all U.S. consumers. And if you haven't heard of the Echo Look, it is a version of the Echo with a built-in camera that's designed to help you easily take full-length selfies of yourself and share outlet outfits and pick which outfits are the best between multiple choices. I'm not joking about this. This is a real thing. Uh, the Echo has a feature called Style Check, which features a combination of AI and also, I believe, kind of live or, or real human fashion specialists to help you pick between outfits if you want to upload two or three. So, so Steve Chu, I mean, if you're struggling between like the red plaid or the black plaid, like you now you have this automated way to be able to figure out which one you want to go with. I may have to get you one of these. Um, although I will say the initial concept video... Uh, for this thing received nearly twice as many downvotes as upvotes. So it'll be interesting to see if this actually actually catches on or not. Um, Google had an interesting announcement at their I.O. conference where they introduced a new feature to their, their mobile assistant called Duplex and that allows your phone to make phone calls on your behalf, all automated, all with AI, kind of behind the scenes. So here's, here's a use case example. You could say, for example, say you want to get reservations at a restaurant. You could, of course, call someone up, spend uh, 90 to 120 seconds talking to them, or you could just say, hey, Google, make reservations for me at the spicy chili restaurant. And Google will say, okay. And in the background, Google, your phone calls the restaurant uh, using a very lifelike AI uh, asks you know to you know if reservations are available, if it can make a time, if times aren't available when you ask it can it's it's robust enough to be able to deal with someone saying oh there aren't reservations we can't do nine we could do eight o'clock, and then when it's all done said and done it comes back and and tells you your reservations are made be there at nine o'clock which is pretty phenomenal and granted the demo they show you know if real life works as well as yet to be seen, but the demo was pretty impressive uh, and slightly on one half amazing and the other side totally terrifying so worth checking out the demo in the show notes for, for that if you haven't seen it privacy groups immediately have issued a bunch of gdpr complaints against google and facebook mere hours after the eu and the deadline to be compliant went into effect uh, a lot of these firms are claiming that the big boys uh, are taking a take it or leave it approach to privacy saying you either have to um, agree to our privacy terms uh, or you can't use our service at all which uh, which is you know, potentially against the uh, the GDPR terms. So it'll be interesting. I mean, there's been no no rulings or issues based you know from the EU on this, but it didn't take long for complaints to be issued, and it will be. It's kind of the first shot 
uh, out of the gates to see how how compliant big companies uh, and also you know to you know in the future smaller ones have to be. So it'll be an interesting thing to, an interesting thing to watch to see what happens. And then finally, uh, Instagram is considering supporting one-hour videos on their platform. Of course, right now they have stories where you can link together a bunch of shorter videos. Um, but having a whole hour video would be a game changer in terms of the types of content you could produce, the different creative formats you could have. And of course, you know, Instagram owned by Facebook uh, would be competing, getting more into the YouTube space or at least the longer video space, which of course is, is Google's platform. So an interesting thing to see. No tentative uh, or no firm plans at this time, uh, just tentative plans with, with no dates for a rollout, uh, but would only apply to vertical videos similar to the current stories format. In the forum this week, some of the discussions going on in our private community for seven-figure-plus store owners, is it possible to erase bad Amazon reviews? A good discussion on how to get some reviews down, which ones you can't get removed, and thinking behind that, what's worked for people, what hasn't. We talk about the best Facebook courses and resources people are leveraging to keep their skills for Facebook on the bleeding edge. A lot of good recommendations in there. Discussion on how you hire staff. Members talk a lot about how they're hiring people, their interview process, uh, you know, mistakes that have happened, just a conversation about how you bring people into your organization well and into your store well. And then finally, surprisingly enough, uh, on the on-topic category, have you written a book? Uh, and we surprisingly have a lot of members in our community who have written books, both self-published and you know, with, a, with a publisher. So people share their experiences on the time investment, uh, the payoff, and if they would do it again or not. By now, you've almost certainly heard of the death of Anthony Bourdain. And it, his death was, was particularly sad for me for two reasons. One, you've likely, if you watched his TV show, if you read any of his books, or maybe even just read the news, you probably realize he was a slightly different type of celebrity and guy. Fame didn't seem to ruin him in the way it ruined so many people. Uh, he was the kind of guy who could have a beer with the president as equally and as genuinely and take as much of an interest in someone that he was having a drink with who was digging ditches in South America or, or in some remote third world country. And, and I think that's a pretty admirable trait one I aspire to. But the second reason why it hit a little closer to home was over the last seven weeks or so, I had two people very unexpectedly and in the same manner uh, die in my life. And I want to mention one of them to you. And his name was Keegan. He was a nomad that would often come through Bozeman at six or seven months at a time when I first got to know him. He'd come to our church and I'd have a conversation with him. Then he'd disappear and come back seven or eight months later after working on the road. And really had to meet him a handful of times before he got set in my mind. And then he eventually made Bozeman his home and got plugged into our community here. He was an incredibly gifted craftsman that could do amazing things with, with metal. And he was an adventurer. He had a, a missing finger, a missing part of one of his fingers on his hand that had uh, come from a motorcycle accident. And he loved getting out and adventuring. One time I asked him, Keegan, what are you doing this next week? What are your plans? And he looked at me and he said, I've got some buddies who were thinking about riding some horses bareback across the Dakotas. And this was in February or January when it was horrifically cold and miserable outside. 
And it's the kind of thing that I would tell people as a joke and then start laughing. And I did. I started laughing and I looked back at him. And he was confused because he was genuinely planning on riding across the Dakota's bareback with his friends in the middle of winter. Uh, he was a great adventure and he was a really kind guy. He offered to move my parents when they moved to town. As far as I'm concerned, in, in my slightly selfish uh, heart, you know, if you don't know someone really well or your blood, asking them to move, help you move, is that's a tall order. And he was a really kind guy. He was a single man. But he'd have entire families over, families with, you know, all sorts of kids running around. And he'd feed 30 people at a time at his house. Uh, I could barely feed myself as a single guy, which I always thought was really cool. And so hearing when he had died, it was incredibly unexpected and hard because he was upbeat. He was so upbeat. He had a really strong faith and he was a really good, kind person. He was not... He was not the kind of person that you would expect something like that to happen to him or him to, to, to do. And, and thinking about this after the fact, it's really difficult to think, what do you take away from something like this moving forward? And of course, if this is something you're struggling with, I'd encourage you really strongly to talk to someone and get help for something like this, or at least discuss it. For people on the other side of this, I think all of us having a bit more empathy and grace for people wherever they are in life is, is really important because there's so much of people's lives that we don't see, even people that you're somewhat close to or really close to. For me, I'm going to try to not stop with surface-level questions. I'm going to try to really dig into people's lives more over a beer and not let them put me off with, ah, oh, it's nothing, or, you know, oh, it's, we, it's not, we don't have to talk about that. Dig into people's lives. Be a better listener. Uh, and, and again, I just think empathy and grace go a long way. Sometimes you know what's going on in people's lives, but much more often, you don't. So Keegan, thanks for inspiring us to be generous and kind and to adventure. We'll miss you, brother. That'll do it for this week. Until next time, work hard and adventure often.